Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey folks, so I thought I would bang out a bonus podcast episode because I'm getting so many questions from people worrying at the moment about muscle wastage because at the obvious time, I don't want to keep saying it, but obviously we're at the coronavirus, in the midst of the coronavirus, and I'm actually sick of talking about it now, <laughs> but you know we're at a point where all the gyms are closed and it's a big issue for a lot of people, including myself. Obviously, I'm a personal trainer, and as I said before, luckily I've got about 50-50, so I've got 50% of people uh, online now, which helps a lot, Uh, but at the same time, it's the same sort of scenario, right? People can't get to the gym, so I'm having to adapt. But what a lot of people are messaging me uh, and getting the same, well, similar questions coming up, so I thought I'd just do a podcast on it, and one of the main ones is, how do I prevent muscle wastage when I can't get to a gym? And a lot of people are very concerned about this. They feel like they're going to lose all their gains and all their hard work in the gym. Doesn't really work like that, really. Um, Obviously, when it comes to lifting heavy weights, when you've got access to a gym and you can lift hard and heavy, you're going to generally put the muscles under more stress. And yes, you're going to be in a better position generally to build muscle, of course. But this is where my message comes in very, very handy in terms of my philosophy behind training. And it's not my philosophy, it's science. The studies do point to the fact that training frequency, you know, more and more studies are coming through telling us that training frequency, in other words, how often you train and how often you stimulate your muscles is very, very, very important for muscle growth. In fact, more beneficial and superior to focusing on intensity and too much intensity. And yes, the bottom line really, the overarching, I guess, point here is volume. To build muscle and to build strength, you need to, there's a little thing in uh, we call progressive overload, which is when you have to gradually add more and more volume to your muscles for them to respond and grow. So what that means is when you're training, every time you train, you want to either add more weight or you want to add more reps or more sets. Basically, your training volume is your total weight times sets times reps. And whatever that number comes up as is your total volume. Now, I use an app to track my uh, training, so it calculates it for me. For example, one of my last training sessions was like worked out like 11,000-odd kilos in volume altogether. So that was my total weight times my sets times my reps. But without going too much into that, that is effectively how you build muscle. Now, the new studies coming through, though, and all the... This has been around for a while, though, and all the old-school bodybuilders... Uh, have always kind of known this because they've trained frequently. Now, using uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a, an example, he was almost the one of the, I wouldn't say pioneer, but he kind of made it popular, made split routine training popular. And nowadays, a lot of people tend to do one body part at a time when they train. So a lot of you can probably identify with this. You go to the gym, and you'll train like chest or back or shoulders, or maybe some of you are more ahead of the game. And obviously, after listening to this podcast, you may be doing push pulls 
where you're hitting your body parts. You're doing like maybe a push-pull legs split. So you're hitting your body parts, say, twice in a week instead of just the once where a lot of people do. Now, personally, I do, I train the body as a whole. So I do full body, which means I'm hitting the body parts at least three times per week because I'll do three full body weight training sessions a week when I have access to a gym, obviously. So that really, that frequency, what I'm alluded to and what, what I'm trying to get to here is that frequency of hitting your body parts is very, very, very important. And as I was saying, all the bodybuilders have, have always done this. You know, they, they'll, they'll lift weights they'll practice their pose in a few times a day. And trust me, you know, obviously many of you know that I've done bodybuilding. I've done nine competitions. And when you're practicing your posing, like after you've trained or, uh, or on the days in between when you're flexing your muscles and squeezing them all for, you know, anything from like, say, 10 minutes to 30 minutes really you're doing it. And it's really hard work. And you're still, you're still sending a, a really, uh, a really uh, not not very much a loud signal, but you're still sending a muscle building signal when you're doing that. So, um, what I'm trying to say is that frequency has always been important, even for bodybuilders. And you know, we took this to the next level with our training program, our uh, version 1.0 training program, where we have uh, three full body training sessions on there, and the days in between, then you have the opportunity to do target sessions. So you're hitting every body part at least three times in a week by doing full body, but then you're also hitting them again on the days in between with a target session. So, you know, certain muscles you want to bring up, if there's any muscles you struggle to develop, you can hit that body part every single day. As Andrew alluded to in the last podcast, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but you can't go too intense with it. So this is where I'm going now with what I'm trying to say is now you don't have access to a gym frequently training your body parts is very, very important. And I know you might not have any equipment, but that's totally fine, which is why the rubber bands are so important. And, you know, I I seem to say this on every podcast and you see me on my Instagram, if you follow me, constantly posting about it. And obviously I haven't had access to a gym this week and I didn't have much equipment, much training equipment. So I've been doing, literally I've just been using the kettlebell and resistance bands with my clients and I'm getting amazing workouts in. Now, you can really use this to your advantage now. You can get a set of bands that's they're inexpensive, super cheap. You can get a whole range of five different bands, so they're different strengths. So they'll start from like a lightweight of maybe even three kilos, equivalents of three kilos, right up to like in the 20 kilos. And I'm talking about the rubber bands with handles on. So in terms of building muscle and not, because this podcast is all about how you don't, how, how to prevent muscle wastage, essentially, because you, you know, may not, we may not have access to a gym for a few months or however long it is. So that's where these rubber bands come in very, very handy. So, you know, frequently doing them though, this is key now, this is vital frequently doing these band sessions. So doing anything from like two to three of these sessions a day, or you could just even do two a day. So you could get up and do um, like 10 minutes with a band and maybe five, 10 minutes mobility. So you, I would say ideally to work on it, because this is another thing now as well. You want to prime your body now. You want to really focus on looking at this, as we said on the last episode, as an opportunity to work on your weak areas and to work on your mobility and improving uh, your movement patterns, really. So if you to get up in the morning and do 10 minutes of, say, hip and shoulder, you know, neck, ankles, wherever it is, mobility movements for, say, 10 minutes, 
and then do a 10 minute resistance band session where you're doing ideally you want to as I say, look at this as an opportunity and focus on working on those weak body parts with a band. So let's say, for example, you're a guy and you struggle to bring your chest up. So you want to develop uh, your chest and let's just say your biceps. What I would do is just pick, say, four exercises and just do two for each body part. So for chest, you could do some tight around a door handle and do some chest flies and then go straight into a chest press with a band. So... And then go straight into biceps where you just stand on the band and you're doing some bicep curls and you, and then you could tie the band around something then like something, again, like a door handle and do bicep curls and standing up. That's what I tend to do. So I'm kind of leaning back and I'm doing curls standing up. So it's on a different angle. So you're just doing two different types of bicep curls. And if you repeat, if you do like say four or five rounds of that, so you're doing four exercises and the rep range really anything from say 10 to 25 reps on each and all you're focusing on doing on these band sessions it was really important to note that you're not going intense this is this is my main point here now is is distinguishing the difference between training intense and training frequency so you're not going intense with these band sessions just like a low intensity really and all you're focusing on doing is really getting blood flowing into the muscles that you're trying to target and you're trying to pump up your muscles but you're not going super super hard with the intensity so with the bands if you if you buy the set of bands where you've got five different strengths i would say to go from like media do like a medium resistance so the band in the middle that's the one I use. Is, is it's work, It works out about 7.5 kilos. That's all the band works out. Um, but it feels heavier than that for a start. And it's enough to actually get a lot of blood pumping into the muscles. Don't forget, you're doing a lot of reps. So you're doing 10 to 20 reps three to five times on each body part. So, so all in all, you're doing you know three to 500 reps or whatever it is. So you don't need much weight. Um, and then in the evening then, if you can do some more mobility and another band session in the evening then. It takes a lot of discipline to do this, right? So um, if your goal is purely not to lose muscle and prevent any muscle wastage and not to lose your gains, then just focus on the resistance band sessions. So then what you can do is three of these a day. So one in the morning, one lunchtime, and one evening. But even if you do one or two, you're going to notice you're going to notice results. But I would say if you're not lifting weights, the more you can do, the better, really. So say you know morning, lunchtime, and evening, do a ten to fifteen minute band session. As I said, focus on the weaker body parts. So if we just look at a whole day, if we take the mobility out of it for now, we can talk a bit about that after this. If we just purely focus on, you wanna. You're going to build a bit of muscle, by the way, doing this for a short amount of time. For about four weeks, you'll build muscle. Uh, and then you'll, you know, you should be able to retain muscle after that then without actually lifting any weights, I would say, for up to about two to three months. So if you were to focus on in the morning, let's just say you want to you want to work the whole body, right? But you, you have, as I say, you have chest and biceps you want to focus on. So do the session I said in the morning. Just do four exercises, two for chest, two for biceps. Three to five rounds done 10 to 20 reps on each um exercise lunchtime comes round. then you could just do a full body one then right so you could do get your legs involved so do some uh, body weight squats 20 reps 
and then just pick another three or four exercises for the upper body. Could be any exercises. And as I say, if you go over to my YouTube, and by the way, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube, then go and do it because I've got lots of great content on there. Martin Silver Fitness on YouTube. Go subscribe to my channel. Uh, if you type in um, pump up session or type in Martin Silver pump up session or something like that, you'll find three different band sessions on there. So there's three examples there for you, which you could get straight into after listening to this podcast. How about that? Um, but just to give you an example then, lunchtime then, you could just do some squats, do some rows. So ideally you want to be able to tie the band round something if something, if you can, if you have that opportunity. If you don't, it's not the end of the world, you can improvise, but tie it around a handle, band rows after your squats, then do some reverse flies with the bands. Once again, if you have no idea what I'm talking about here, you'll see all this on my YouTube. Um, so band row is when you're just doing like a row like you would on the cables in the gym and you're, you're just you're working your back muscles. Then reverse flies. So you're, you're pulling the band the handles out to the sides and your arms are pretty much straight. So you're hitting the rear deltoids. Then you could do some push-ups. So either you do them on the floor if you're, if you're strong um, or you could do them up on a on a bench or off your sofa. So it's like an incline push-up, so it's a bit easier than a normal push-up. And then you could do some side laterals. It's one of my favorite exercises, I think, for anyone listening to this, whether you're a guy or girl, I would include the side lateral raises because you can never really add enough width to your deltoids um, because if you're a woman, well, guy or woman, it adds the illusion that your waist is smaller and... Um, yeah, it's just a good muscle group to bring up because it's a very small muscle group. I'm talking about the muscles just on the sides of your shoulders. They're called the medial deltoids. So imagine you stood on the band now. Um, you could, one foot on the band will probably be enough. If you, if you put two feet on the band, it's going to be tighter. So get the light or the medium band for this. And then all you're doing is just lifting the bands out to the sides. So your arms are straight and you just, like you would do with the dumbbells, like a side lateral raise. 10 to 20 reps on that. Uh, and then you can add in a fifth exercise then, which could be a band shoulder press. So you've got bodyweight squats, band row, reverse flies, uh, a band shoulder press, and then some push-ups. So that would be targeting mainly shoulders, really, there, because it's like three shoulder exercises. It's, actually, it's not. It's kind of like one exercise for each body part there, really. It's like shoulders back, a bit on the chest, and a bit on the legs, and that's totally fine. But if you really want to just focus, if you have real like body parts which are lagging way behind, then you can just focus on those those body parts and just literally do, if you, if you really want to bring up your chest and biceps, for example, just literally do chest and biceps on two of those sessions, and then just do a full body on the third one. Anyway, the third one, for example, then, if you just, like I said, for this, I'm just assuming now you want to just, you know, you just want to build muscle in general. So for this third session, just do another full body one. Do some lunges on the spot or walking lunges for legs. It's always good to get the legs involved because they're big, big muscle groups. <coughs> and um, yeah, and then move on to, um, what else could you do then? You could do um, some ch some chest flies again, but just stood on the bands, raising the raising the band up to the. Th Listen, rather than going through a whole workout, I'm going to bore you here. Check them out on my YouTube and just improvise. Just pick four or five exercises uh, every time you do the band session, and do them in quick succession. So no rest in between each one. Ten to twenty five reps, three to five rounds. It should take you about ten minutes, roughly, give or take in total each time. And as I say. That training frequency is so important uh, and using these bands as an example 
is a is, it's just an extreme example of how you can build muscle with a low intensity but with lots of training frequency because for example if you were to do a big gym session you're not going to do that twice a day you know it, it, when you go all out in the gym and you're doing like like when i do my full body sessions like it's a killer i'm not going to be doing that more than uh, three times a week let alone twice a day but when you take the intensity down and you just focus on pumping your muscles up, you could do that up to three times per day. So if you, just to keep it simple now, right, and to stop you losing muscle, if you could commit to doing that three times per day, three band sessions per day, just just get back to me. Start that and go for it. It takes a lot of discipline though. That's one thing I would like to say is it does take a lot of discipline. Um, so you might want to ritualize this. You might want to um, psych yourself up for it. Because if, you, if you're just going to be sitting on the couch now in this self-isolation kind of um, phase we're in now, and you're just going to be sat on the couch and scrolling through your phone and just watching Netflix, and then you, you think you're going to get up and train three times a day, it's much less likely to, to happen. But you can even do these band sessions in front of the TV, it doesn't have to be like a proper schedule workout because it's not like an intense workout. So you could even stand in front of the TV and that's what I tend to do and just do them in front of the TV. Um, so don't look at it as an intense workout. But if you really want to ritualize it and just get up and have a caffeine hit, put some music in to amp yourself up first, whatever you've got to do to get them done. Um, and another thing is is just going on a walk as well. Go out on a walk, get some fresh air, quick 10, 20 minutes, come back in, boom, bang your band session out. Because you've got the blood flow into the brain, you've got the blood flowing around the body, got a little bit of vitamin D, and that'll get you going a bit more if you're struggling to get them in. But I cannot express to you how powerful these resistance rubber band sessions are. Um, and it's really not rocket science. It doesn't take much thinking. And all you've got to do is pump those muscles up. And I also wanted to talk about mobility as well. Now, oh, I'd like to say as well, what I've done is is I've started building like a little gym here now because um, obviously for obvious reasons, I've got clients. I want to train myself. I wasn't planning on doing it. And I could, I could, I was planning on making do with just abandoned body weight for like up to three months. And I can make do with that. And I can still get good results and improve weak areas, actually, such as mobility, which is what I wanted to talk about. But um, just talking about kettlebells and stuff. So if you could, if you've got the band and you want to take it to the next level and you really want to build muscle and have a bit more variety in your training, and let's face it, it feels good to lift weights. And I understand that. A lot of, a lot of us need that fix, right? So you could just get some adjust, adjustable dumbbells. Um, like I've got these dumbbells coming now and they, they just, it's like a bar and you attach the plates on and it's just like six to 10 kilos. So, uh, sorry, seven or 10 kilos, basically. That's the options you have. And with clients, that's fine. I can make do with that. I can do everything I can do with most of my clients, female clients. They can make do with those weights. They can do chest press. They can do bent over rows. They can do bicep curls. They can do squats with them, you know, front-loaded squats, lunges. It's plenty. So if you can guess, get yourself some adjustable dumbbells. And guys, if you're listening, or even women who want to go up to 20 kilos, you know, you can do that. If, you, if you've got the uh, capital to do it, it's not that expensive. Get adjustable dumbbells. So you, you've got the option of, say, 5, 10, 15, and 20 kilos to lift. And you can do everything you need with dumbbells uh, and, a, and, and a band. Um, but if you, if you can't, you know, if you're not going to, if you're not in a position to get dumbbells, maybe just get one kettlebell and that's all you need is get like an eight or 12 or 16 kilo kettlebell. Or if you're in a position to do it, then get the range of kettlebells and you can literally do 
everything with kettlebells and a band and body weights because you can do all the compound movements i check out my uh, instagram actually because i put a basic workout together with the uh with w- just one kettlebell that's all you need if you get the right the right weight um so take a look at my new video on igtv it's, it's so simple it was literally four exercises in a row uh, with a kettlebell and just doing that like two three times per day is the same principle it's not it's a little bit more intense than with the band um but you can still do that twice per day um you could I, I would say really rather than three times i'd say twice per day you could do like 15 to 20 minutes uh, and twice per day you could either do the same workout or do two different workouts so check out that kettlebell uh, routine um, but yeah, you can literally do everything in terms of, um, preventing muscle wastage. You can retain and in fact build muscle with nothing but a band for about up to four weeks. And if you want to, if you want to keep yourself going for months on end in terms of building muscle and actually making progress, get yourself a kettlebell, just get yourself one kettlebell. If you're not, you know, if you want to save money and I understand the time we're facing right now, a lot of people that haven't got the money to spend, but just one kettlebell will do the trick. Um, and just go from there, really. So moving on to mobility, um, this is an opportunity for you to work on your hip mobility. To, and every every one of you listening now will need to work on hip mobility. You'll need to work on thoracic, you know, the, the mid-spine mobility because rounded shoulders and sh- uh, shoulder mobility <clears throat> and also ankles as well. So, you know, you've got a plethora of information available to you now. Just go on to YouTube. In fact, I've got some good mobility stuff on my YouTube, um, but I would go on to uh, check out Mind Pump, Mind Pump, who I always preach about, and I've had them on my podcast, a couple of the, couple of the co-hosts there from Mind Pump Podcast, but go and check out Mind Pump TV on YouTube, and, and just type in Mind Pump Mobility, and just do some of their basic mobility moves, uh, f- you know, 10 minutes in the morning if you can. And maybe even 10 minutes a night. It's the same principle. Even if you do five minutes spread out three, four, five, six times per day with mobility, uh, you can do that as, as, as often as you can, really, as many times as you want. And that's going to just put you in a great position then for when you get back to lifting. If you really focus on this as an opportunity to work on your mobility, so then when you get back to doing your squats, your deadlifts, and your overhead pressing, you're going to have better technique because you're going to have better movement patterns from improving that mobility. And for a lot of you who don't know what I'm talking about, mobility is essentially your your ability to move um, in a deeper range of motion with strength in that range of motion. It's different to flexibility. You know, you could be flexible without strength and you have shit mobility. And the same goes the other way. For most people can attest to this especially guys who lift and don't do mobility super tight everywhere um so lots of you know a decent amount of strength but no range you know lack of range of motion which then restricts muscle growth anyway so it goes both ways if, you, if you're too tight and you haven't got the flexibility you've got crap mobility and if you've got so sorry and if you've got um lots of range of motion like a gymnast for example you know some of them do have strength but a lot of them have lots lots of flexibility and range of motion but they don't have strength within that range of motion which is an indication of poor mobility so everyone needs to work on mobility you can never do enough of it so now is your opportunity and go and check out mind pump tv and check out my my uh, my my um youtube as well because i've got some mobility on there mobility stuff on there and last but not least um just diet obviously keeping your protein protein intake high i would i would play it safe and go for 
just give or take. I'm just throwing a ra- random number out there now, but I know this is going to be suffice. Uh, two to three grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So if you're if you're a woman listening to this and you weigh two, uh, you weigh about sixty kilos. Aim for, you know, two kilos per. Uh, sorry, two grams of protein per kilo of body weight, which would be 120 grams of protein if you weigh 60 kilos, right? Uh, two to three grams. You could go up to three. That's a lot, though. It's hard to get that in. Um, but if you're thinking about, right, I want to hit two to three grams of protein per kilo body weight. So if you're a 60 kilo woman, then that would be 120 to 180 kilos, uh, 120 to 180 grams of protein, sorry. Then that that makes you much more mindful of what you're eating. You have to really think about that. You have to prepare your food. You have to have your chicken breast or your chicken thighs ready, basically. That's the easiest way to get it in. Uh, have your red meats, have your eggs, have it all prepared, ready. Um, you've got plenty of time on your hands now to cook those foods anyway. Uh, yes, you're going to have the odd protein shake if you can't get it in through food. But as I always say, nothing beats whole foods and nothing is going to beat the types of protein that you're going to get and metabolize uh, through whole foods such as chicken thighs, ideally, because you get more nutrients in chicken thighs than you do breasts because you get the fats in there as well. Um, all, the, all the amino acids, amino acids essentially just the types of proteins you get through animal proteins. Um, I was going to say through eggs. So, um, so yeah, so eggs, meats, best way to get it in really. Um, and just keep it simple really. Um, and if you're struggling, get in a protein shake, but by hitting that amount, and if you're a guy, for example, and you're a guy who weighs, let's just say a 90 kilo guy, like I weigh, um, I'll, I'll be trying to hit now about 180 grams of protein roughly, uh, or maybe even a little bit higher per day. Um, which is going to keep me safe. So the very reason I do that and the reason you should be doing that now to prevent muscle wastage and also the main reason is to, obviously you want to prevent the muscle wastage, which is the theme of this podcast, but also, as I always say, to suppress your appetite. Protein is the most satiating of the macronutrients, more so than fats and carbs. So it's going to keep you fuller and it's going to blunt your appetite more. Also, a high thermic effect. So, you know, you're going to boost your metabolism. Your body has to work hard. Your metabolism has to work harder to, to digest protein. So it's going to elevate your metabolism and help you expend more calories. And that same goes for fiber. The fiber has fiber has the same effect. So keep those keep the vegetable intake high as well. So so yeah, so that's it really. Keep the protein intake high. Aim for about two to three grams of protein per kilo of body weight. And that's going to help you retain muscle as well. But nothing's going to help you retain and even build muscle more than some form of resistance in the form of a rubber resistance band, which you can do three times per day. Like I said, up to three times per day. Um, But even once or twice, you're going to get good results. If you can get some added resistance by using a kettlebell and some dumbbells, then that's great. You can pretty much, you know, ramp it up even more then um, and, and use this as an opportunity to work on your mobility. So, you know, will you lose muscle if you just do mobility and don't do any resistance? Yeah, you might lose a little bit of muscle. Uh, you will lose a bit of muscle, actually. I hate to say it, but it's not going to be a measurable amount, really, depending on how long. Um, but when you get back to the gym, if you, you're going to get insane results. So I would, I would personally, what I'm doing personally right now is I'm doing some mobility. So I'm probably doing about 10 minutes of mobility a day, although I should be doing more. And I'm doing, uh, I'm doing some, now I've got the, the I was just going to do the bands and body weight 
weight exercises. So I'm doing like a, a band workout once a day. But now I've got these weights in the house. Uh, I'm going to be doing some kettlebells and uh, well, we've got a barbell here now as well. Sorry to rub it in. Um, but we, we're building the home gym here now, which was necessary. So, uh, but yeah, really, if it, I'll still be doing the bands. So I'll do bands, a little bit of the kettlebells. And all I'll do is... I'm actually going to experiment. I'm going to take it even further with this training frequency stuff. And I'm going to do a little experiment where I do, if I'm at home all day, I'm going to just go outside and do some bent over rows with a bar. Um, literally just do 10 reps with a decent weight. I'll do a set of squats and a set of um, like chest press, basically, bench press with a bar. And I'll do that every hour or two. And um, I'm going to see what happens because that training frequency, sending that muscle building signal as often as possible is really important. So obviously that's literally like a, a four or five minute session um, with, with low intensity or moderate intensity. And if I do that, say, if I, could, if I was doing that eight times per day, I know I'm going to build some serious muscle. So the overarching theme of this podcast, folks, is focus on training frequency. The more often you can do it, not only are you going to build muscle, but you're also going to really boost your energy levels massively. You're going to get that endorphin fix, a small amount every time you do it. Um, you're just going to improve your mental health because you're going to be moving. And all of these factors are really important in the time we're facing right now. So the more often you can do these things, the better. The same goes for walking and movement. The more often you can get out there and move, like we said on the last episode, after every meal is a great habit to form, as I keep saying time and time again. Every time you have a meal, go out and walk. And we're in a position now where we're more prone to eating more because we've got a fridge right next to us and we're, we've got more time on our hands. So you need to replace the habit. You need to swap the habit of eating if you're eating too much and you feel hungry all the time that is not true hunger that is cravings it's habit you need to swap that habit by going outside and walking to take your mind off it by doing your resistance band session by speaking to someone on the phone and ringing someone up by doing your mobility so it's just drinking more water anything you can do to replace the habit of eating for the sake of eating mindless eating then do it because um, a lot of people are going to be struggling more than ever you know, to, to, to not gain weight and gain body fat, uh, and obviously to, to, you know, losing muscles, another thing as well, if we don't, if we don't stimulate the muscles. So I hope that was beneficial. I tried to wrap everything up, um, and get it all in there for you to, to benefit you in terms of retaining muscle, but don't worry, you're not going to lose a measurable amount of muscle over the space of a few months anyway, get well within reason that anyway, if you're a complete couch potato and you're doing absolutely nothing and, and binge eating and watching Netflix, then obviously your body's going to adapt to that by losing more muscle and gaining more body fat. Your body's going to get good at whatever you teach it to do. So remember that and uh, get on those resistance band sessions. And with that, our home workout program is still 50% off. Hurry because the offer ends soon. I'm doing this to help you out. I'm robbing myself. It's only $25 instead of $50. I'm going to support you via email as well to help you through it. It's a nine-week program and it will be an absolute game changer. And all you need is a resistance band. So it's a combination of what I just talked about then, uh, bodyweight workout circuits, three of them a week, uh, bodyweight band circuits, 
and the days in between those three sessions, you're doing resistance band pump-up sessions that I just talked about. So 25% off. Go over to optimizeyourbody.com, click on the Programs tab, and, and get it right away before we end the offer. And also get your free guides. Go and get your free fat loss fundamentals guide on the website um, under our free guides tab. Go on to programs and free guides and get it there. So you get a free fat loss fundamentals guide, free fasting guide, and also a free ab guide. So go and get them and you can get your free recipe ebooks on the website as well, which are really handy for this time. There's about a hundred odd different recipes, tasty, simple to cook, and easy to track. If you're tracking in my fitness palette, we've got barcodes on every single recipe. So go over to the website, enter your email address and get them as well. And above all, stay strong mentally. Use some of the tips I talked about and just stay strong. We're all in this together. This Corona palaver will be over before you know it. And um, yeah, all the best. Let me know how you go. Go follow me on Instagram at Martin Silver Fitness. And please send me a direct message if you listen to this podcast, because it'd be good to chat to you and, um, you know, connect with you. Thank you for listening.